I'm a pirate, a bum, a rascal, and a thief. So many reasons to be proud of me. I don't own a nice car or a fancy home. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Dining with Wolves. This is the podcast dedicated to the perseverance, grit, and determination that it takes to pull ahead in life when most of us feel as if the deck has been stacked against us. Guys, we're going to do a solo one today. Uh, This one's going to be uh, short and sweet. Uh, A couple things that I've just been thinking about uh, and a couple memories that popped into my head that uh, always remind me to to push forward because things can and they most likely will at some point in your life get worse. So it's always all about just that fucking push, man. Just got to just fucking just that grind, bro. Just got to keep on fucking keep on keeping on, you know, uh, life's a garden, dig it. (laughs) So I was thinking to myself the other day about this phrase that my uncle told me and he has since passed on a couple years ago. He was a great man. At least he was a great man to me. And, uh, he always said that you won't be challenged in your convenience. You will be challenged in your chaos. And for me, that's pretty self-explanatory. But as a 12-year-old kid who heard it for the first time, he was kind of telling me that, um, you know, when you're 12 years old, you're kind of going through like the beginning, middle or whatever stages of like puberty. And you're you're starting to be rebellious and do uh, things that are outside of your, you know, young, innocent character because you got hormones and you're fucking changing and you're starting to sneak out with your friends, or at least I was right. And a lot of people in, in my generation were, too, before everybody got so pacified, soft and pussy anyway. But. I plan on doing a full-length episode about the experience I'm about to talk about right now, but just know that this is just something that I wanted to touch on because it was really close to uh, some things mentally that uh, I've been thinking about lately, and I just want you to do me a favor and try and picture yourself out in the middle of a boat, or out on a boat out in the middle of the ocean. Now, I want you to imagine yourself on that boat where it is the dead of night, And the ocean is completely flat, crystal clear, no wind, zero waves. Barely feel yourself floating on this. Now imagine that the skies are completely clear and you are hundreds, if not thousands of miles away from any light pollution of any town or any city anywhere. There are stars everywhere above you and because the ocean water is deadly still there are stars all underneath you everywhere you can't see the line of the ocean there is not a speck of sunrise or sunset anywhere it is pitch black dark now when I experienced this in real life to me it felt like I was floating in the middle of space and the boat that I was on was called the beauty bay and the beauty bay is a long line codfish boat who fishes out of the Bering Sea uh, to the northwest of the Aleutian Islands in Alaska. And the reason that I'm bringing up that moment is because that moment for us at the time was one of the calmest, eeriest, and scariest nights out on the boat Um, we had just gone through about three days of horrific storms, 
I forgot the names of them, but two very bad storms met in the middle of the ocean, the Bering Sea, about 15 miles. The epicenter was only about 15 miles away from where our boat was currently fishing. And we had to um, pull anchor and we had to uh, stop fishing and we had to basically bear down the best we could for about 15 hours straight. And it was 15 hours straight that I was on shift at the time. I was not sleeping. I was on shift. And in that time, you were having to do some very, very, very hard things. Getting up to the top of a fishing boat in 35 to 50 foot swells and pulling up anchors and pulling out lines and battening down all of the buoys and getting everything ready to basically either brace for impact or abandon ship um, is one of the most terrifying experiences that I think a human can go through. And I reserved myself that night to the idea that when I was first starting out in my fishing uh, excursion, that I, uh, I fished in Alaska for four years, and I knew the risks. My father was a crab fisherman, and that's where I got the inspiration to go to Alaska. And there was really nothing left for me to do inside my life that felt, um, I guess the word would be, uh, exhilarating enough for me to stay, um, in Oregon. And so I had been up in Alaska. This is probably, I think my fourth time going back up there and we lost hydraulic power about six hours into this 18 hour, 15 hour storm. And so we were basically floating dead in the water in gigantic swells. Um, and what you see in the movies, what you see on TV shows, you never know unless you go. And I remember being so prepared for the worst things that could happen during that storm that my, I, I had this undeniable sense of calm and collected and just get the mission done. You have X, Y, and Z that you and your five other crewmates need to go on top of the boat and secure. That's that's the only thing that you can think about. Because if you think about anything else, if you think about the possibility of death, if you think about the possibility of slipping on the ice and sliding off the boat never to be seen again, if you think about those things while you are task at hand and your life is in danger, you will absolutely crumble. You have to put that out of your mind and focus on the mission at hand. Luckily, we made it through that storm and there was a sense of calm and camaraderie around the boat. We had been through storms before. We had been through many different storms before, but for some reason, this one was different. And I think it felt different because everybody on the boat were really great friends. Everybody on the boat really understood their role, really knew that their other man to their left and right were depending on them, and everybody had this mutual respect for each other. It was a, kind of a glory time for the, in this boat's history of crew, and I'm told by the first mate and the, um, <clears throat> and the captain that when I was on the boat was their golden era of their best, their best men, their best and their brightest, which made me feel really good because they considered me to be some of their best and brightest and hardest workers on a commercial fishing line, which I thought was, um, you know, that's a big compliment for me. But 
there was so much chaos going on that I didn't have any time to think about anything outside of what was happening right then and there. And it made me realize that when I came to Alaska, I was looking for something and I didn't quite know what it was. And I knew it had to do something with adventure. I was not being challenged in my life anymore. I wasn't being challenged with the mundane life that I was leading my day in, day out life. And I wanted something different. I also recently gone through a breakup and I was just like, you know what, dude, let's get the fuck out of here, bro. Let's just let's go see some some fucking crazy shit on in life. And so I knew that when I had been going up to Alaska and we've been through these storms before that it was nothing. It was always scary almost every time. But you always kind of you figured out what the boat could handle. You figured out who your good crewmates were. You figured out where with all of the training and the safety and everything like that, you really got a sense that like, yeah, we're going through some shit, but this is what Alaskan fishermen do. So let's fucking let's fucking roll. Like, I know it's fucking scary sometimes, but those fucking fish aren't going to catch themselves. And if we don't catch fish, we ain't getting paid. So sack up, soldier. Let's fucking get to this. You know, and you're working 18 hour shifts. And the time that you have off of those shifts is about six hours. But that's six hours to get off shift, get out of your gear, go get food, go do your laundry, take a shower, go upstairs in into your bunk, watch a fucking movie on your laptop and go back to sleep, wake up, get breakfast, get your gear on, get back on point on at your workstation, all of that within six hours. So if you're quick, you're getting about three hours to four and a half hours of sleep every night. And the reason that I bring that up is because the mental fatigue that comes with being an Alaskan fisherman, the physical fatigue, the waking up every every fucking day and just going, fuck, because your body's sore, but you get stronger and you get stronger and you get stronger. This storm was unlike anything that I had been through before, and it was one of those things where I had zero fear, but I also had zero emotion really about anything. I was just so focused on, it was like I went into, you know, the fight or flight or freeze. I just went into like fight, I guess, if that's even the way that you would put that. And we lost hydraulic power, like I said. And I remember at one point, the captain gets over the hailer, which is the intercom system. And he just yells, brace everybody down. And we all grabbed whatever we were holding on to, anything bolted down, holding on to. And we got down and we ducked down as far as we can to these little, like, crouched down little balls, holding on to anything that was, like, you know, battened down. And this gigantic wave it hit us so hard that it flooded the entire inside of the deck of the boat. It crested over the entire top of a one, two, three, four-story boat, and it um, knocked our it knocked us into about a fifty percent capsize. And we went completely sideways to the point where if you were hanging on to the side of the boat, you were hanging on like monkey bars. You were hanging with your feet hanging on the hanging off the side of the boat. And it was uh, it was really scary. It was terrifying. It was the scariest part of my entire fishing uh, adventures. And when that hit, I remember seeing my crewmates getting thrown across the boat. I remember seeing a wall of water, ice cold, frigid water slamming through the inside of the boat, drenching everything, knocking everything apart. We were 
it felt like we were going to go down. And lo and behold, I don't know if it was God, weather, science, I don't know what the fuck, fate, the boat did not capsize. We were fucked on the inside. Everything in the boat was turned upside down. Everything was knocked over. Everything was broken. A buddy of mine that I was fishing with, he was in a different section of the boat called the Four Peak, which is the very, very tip of the boat. And when that wave hit us, he went from one side of the boat to the other side of the boat and he smacked his head on the wall, which is made out of steel, and he knocked himself out. And when he fell down to the ground, he gashed his arm open really bad. So he's knocked out and he's bleeding pretty bad. But when I got back up to go check on my friend, I slipped when the boat rolled the other way and I smacked my head on a doorway and didn't knock myself out, but I cut my ear open pretty good. And so I'm stumbling left and right to go find my buddy and I get into the four peak and I see that he is no longer knocked out, but he's kind of stirring and he's got this pretty big gash going from about his wrist to almost his elbow on the outside. And I run up to him and he gets up and I get up and we start like wrapping him up in this fucking t-shirt and we take him up to the, excuse me, we take him up to the first mate and the captain's boat or the, the captain's deck. Immediately, he gets just wrapped up, and for about three more hours, we're just banging back and forth, back and forth. Around the time that it was time for me to go back to sleep and get off shift, uh, the storm had started to subside, and I went to sleep, and some things that people don't know about Alaska is that I'm not quite sure the time of the year, but some days it will never get dark, and other days it will never get light. And so after my buddy gets up, patched up and he didn't need to get off the boat. He didn't need to go to the infirmary. He, he cut himself pretty bad, but, uh, just wrap it up and get back to work, bro. That's just how it went. Once everything was settled and I was able to get off shift and go get something to eat. Of course it was rocking back and forth pretty badly. You get sea legs. You kind of learn how to navigate a rocking boat without slamming into everything, but got myself some food made my way up into my bunk. And when I was falling asleep, I remember thinking that was the craziest thing you've ever been through in your entire life. That was the most insane thing. Not just the experience of fishing in Alaska, which is just the wildest, craziest adventure. And I have so many stories that I hope to share with you guys, but I just faced a wall of water and I am five days out into the middle of the ocean And there is zero land anywhere near me for days and days and days. That's something that will make you not sleep very well. But I fell asleep out of pure exhaustion. And thankfully, when I woke up, I woke up to a completely calm boat, not even moving. And I got up and I went into the galley, got myself some food, got myself some coffee, got my gear on, stumbled back over to my side of the fucking boat where I was supposed to be working. And my captain told myself and four other crewmates that we need to go up onto the deck and see if there's anything else that needs to be secured. And we, we climb up, we get our life vests on, we get all of our gear back on to go out into the elements outside of the boat. And we're walking to the front of the boat, just check all the anchors, make sure everything's fine, right? And we just stop, and all five of us just start looking around, 
like we are, we can't believe what we're seeing. And like I said, when I very first started this, imagine the stars and the moon and that pitch black floating everywhere around you with all the reflections of the stars in the sky reflecting perfectly on solid black ocean water. We were floating through space. That's all I felt. That's all I felt. I am on a fucking cosmic weird fishing trip through the galaxy. It was the most surreal experience that I'd ever felt. And you might be thinking, why is that important? The thing that I try to get at when I feel down sometimes is I remember instances like that. And I remember that phrase that my uncle told me. You know, and you need to ask yourself, you know, a simple question about life, right? About your life. And that's, can I be happy living the exact life I'm living today for the rest of my life? And if the answer is no, then you might need to go on an adventure. You might need to have, I don't know, something more inside your life. I looked at that night as the night that I thought I was going to die. And I didn't die. But when you're sitting out in the middle of your space boat and less than six hours earlier, you thought you were going to die. And now everything is calm and everything is fine. And you're looking at the most surreal, beautiful thing you've ever seen. And so the unpredictability about what it is that we go through in the human experience, everybody braces for impact and everybody waits for the bad thing to happen. And they pass by all of the beautiful shit. Death is coming for all of us. Not a single one of us makes it out of this bitch alive. None of us. Not one living thing makes it out alive. And that might be kind of a roundabout way to go about things, but I just, when I was thinking about these things, I kept thinking about that night where I was floating in my space boat six hours after I thought I was going to die. Now, fast forward to about five days, six days, the boat is full. Uh, we are going back into port after that crazy ass storm because we got to unload all of the fish so we can fuel back up and go back out again. But that was the time that I was, that was my last trip for that season. So when the boat went back in, I was getting on the plane and I was coming home. The amount of relief I felt when I stepped off that boat onto land with all of my gear with me, getting ready to be taken to the airport, sitting in the back of a pickup truck, rolling down gravel roads. Man, I'll tell you, Dutch Harbor is unlike anything you've ever seen. Anyway, I remember looking back at the boat, knowing, like, this ain't over. Go home, rest up, and then get back on the boat again. It's just what we were doing at the time in our life. And it just stuck with me, as an experience like that would, that... We got one shot at everything that we're trying, man. I mean, you can try the same thing over and over and over again, but we got one shot at this, man. And whether it be a wall of water that completely just wipes out any and all of your senses, you know, I just, I really feel like when we stop and think about it, you have more to offer the world than just being the person who pays bills. Usually I try and talk about success and pushing through a lot of hard things to get to success, but this episode is really just kind of knowing that 
Sometimes you got to understand that you need to shake up your own life. That doesn't mean going and starting businesses and working hard on, um, like for example, we're working really hard on what's coming next for the podcast. I'm not talking about those endeavors. Your own soul will need a cleansing. And for me, what I needed at the time more than anything was to get out of Oregon and go see something else. I was young, ambitious. I had a lot of shit going um, in my in my head that was not going so like so right in my life. And I knew, bro, it's time to shake it up. You can't keep doing this. Had I not done that, there's a really good chance that I would never have experienced that horrible storm that completely changed my perspective on life. Who would who knows the person that I would have been? Had I not experienced my time in Alaska, but namely that experience specifically, I watched some of my best common just crew member friends, brothers get thrown around like rag dolls to the point where I thought that some of them were knocked out. I didn't know if anybody was going to be, you know, severely injured. Nothing looked like anybody was going to die off of watching them get thrown around, but It's like something that you see out of a movie and it's okay for you to want to live a safe and healthy, normal life. Most people want that and I want that as well, but there is only one shot at this and you got to be able to shake things up in your life because who knows what kind of experiences you can have if you just walk up and kind of shake the bee's nest a little bit. There's a little bit of pain involved, but at least you got the honey, man, you know, and I just kind of wanted to touch on that guys, because it's something that's very, very important to me. I didn't really come, you know, from a whole lot. I still don't really come from a whole lot. I've, like I've said numerous times, um, life is pretty good. Life is pretty badass, and we're working on some cool shit, you know, but, uh, you became like who you needed to be in life in order to survive. That's how, that's what we all did. Right. And sometimes it's time to become who you need to be in order to thrive. And I know that a huge amount of character was built in me on my experiences in Alaska. The hard work, the long hours, the the everybody is depending on everybody because if somebody fucks up, you could die. And that is a that is a general respect that you don't find in your normal day to day life. And some people out there, they need to shake their lives up. And they need to do it quickly before everything in their life becomes that mundane routine forever. And then you wake up later in life and go, what the fuck happened? You can take this any which way you want to. Whether that means that you go out and get a fucking tattoo. Whether that means you go out and you go uh, snowboarding for the first time or something. It doesn't have to be some crazy life-threatening thing. But trying things outside of the realm of who you think you might be can open up so much more of who you actually are that you don't know because you don't know that you've done this thing or that you've done this, that, whatever. You haven't done these things yet. And there is a crazy amount of chaos that goes on in everybody's brains. And there's a crazy amount of comfort and convenience and just chilling. And those things need to meet. Your life needs adventure. Your life needs a little bit of chaos. You cannot live a healthy life in nothing but peace and complacency and comfort. Every desire, every dream dies in comfort. 
It's when you push yourself outside of things that things inside your brain, your heart, your emotions, your mental folk, everything can change if you just take a step and do something crazy that you never thought you would do before. I believe that everybody out there has a special something in them. I don't believe that everybody out there is meant to be the uh, crazy entrepreneur rich person or the CEO or the bajillionaire that owns a yacht. I don't believe that everybody out there is destined for that, but everybody has something that can be awakened in them if they just kind of take a step off the ledge a little bit. And I'm not telling people to go out and be reckless, but I'm telling you, go out and be a little reckless. Any common sense adult will understand what I mean by that. All right, guys. So thank you so much for listening to me. Um, I hope that story made sense. And so I just want to leave you with this. If you enjoyed today's show, if you like what you heard, if you got something from it, uh, head on over to Instagram. Give us a follow, uh, Dining with Wolves. And uh, if you want to follow myself or my co-host Pickett, go ahead and our, uh, follow us. Our links are in the bio. Our handles are in the bio. Um, also, give us a rating on Spotify, Apple Podcast, Amazon Music. Um, and but the best way, the best way for anybody to help out the show at all is just talk about it. Tell people about it. Share our stories. Like our stuff. Tell people about the show. Share our sound clips. Guys, we're only here for a short time, just like I said, and the fact that you're spending any any amount of time uh, listening to us is, um, we feel truly grateful. So I'm sure I'll be back next week with a little bit more uh, fire and brimstone, but this time I just needed you guys to understand that sometimes you got to shake it up. See you guys next week. I'm a pirate, a bum, a rascal, and a thief. So many reasons to be proud of me.